Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. <laughs> <If I seen laughs> breakfast restaurant, I want to open called I'll let you finish. <laughs> I hate it. I'm going home. <laughs> is it like that? Stop! Your time is, is done. Your time is done. Go. Retreat into your cave. <laughs> Go. What? 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 What you gonna do? What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk. No. Okay. So nothing that's different. Oh. oh, I didn't hear the second part because I was talking. What did you say? I heard cry and then something skin. Uh, yeah? Yeah. What? Nope. What is he doing? He's he's flipping us off and backing into his room. Well, joke's on you. I can't see you, so the <laughs> insult isn't there. <laughs> well, you guys, welcome to another episode of I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Fuckery has happened. Fuckery has happened. You know what? This is the year. This is the year. Fucking kidding me? That was your intro. That was my intro. You guys are the worst fucking people. You know I hope you're getting this. Trash. Can this just be a minisode? This is this is your minisode and scene. Always wear a condom, bye. <laughs> Stupid. I can't. This is incredible. I've had the past 20 minutes be my everything that I've ever wanted in my whole last life. I saw so much K-pop. I saw so much animation. I was floored. I saw remixes. I saw David Aoki's significantly more successful brother. Or no, cousin? They're cousins. I Uncle? No. What are they? I don't know. Dude, this is... I need a cigarette. This is a lot. Well, you've got water, so. That's not what I asked for, but thank you. But it'll keep you hydrated, which is healthier than a cigarette. What if I also have to pee, though? Then I'm not going to be hydrated because I'm going to be stressing out. And you're not supposed to store your pee. No, you really shouldn't. You should evacuate. Evacuate? (laughs) Evacuate your pee. No, I'll just store it in the balls. That's where it's, like, safe. Okay. Right. Sure. It's not. That's what Howard Hughes says, anyway. Don't ever listen to anything that fucking <laughs> asshole ever has said. <laughs> okay. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of I Couldn't Help a Podcast How are you? with Joey Daniel and Ew, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. I posted on those social media platforms. I was like, what if my next evolution is me going by Joey? Because someone on Tinder asked me, they're like, does anyone call you Joey? And I was like, only my grandpa. And he was like, mi Joey. Como estas mi rey Joey? And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. cute. So then when everybody else says it, I'm like, no, you're right. It does not sound good. And then everybody on Twitter and on Facebook are like, um, no. Except for me. Except for you and, like, one other person who's like, let him do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I fucking love her. <laughs> but I was like, no, but they're also correct. I'm not going to go by Joey. It's not for me. That's fine. You this go with it. whatever you want to go with. Yeah, I did um, say something like, nope, I ship it. You with you. And that that got more likes than my fucking... <laughs> did it? Yeah. Two? What, two likes? Yeah. And nobody actually liked the post. They were just like, no, it's gross. It's <laughs> like, why are you guys bullying me? God damn it. Also, there, I posted something on Twitter that Martin Scorsese said, and somebody battled against it, and I was ready to go into battle. But they're like, just because I don't agree with this doesn't mean that I don't recognize the potential or don't recognize how great it can be. I just don't <laughs> like it. And I was like, you know what? That's mm-hmm. You're right. I overstepped because I immediately assumed this, but that was my own fault. And you're right. And their response is getting a lot of likes. And I'm just like, well, good for them. But also because it's something that points out how wrong I was. I'm like, stop liking it. it. (laughs) Stop liking it. Why is this blowing up? Also, none of you follow me. How are you guys seeing this? Isn't that crazy how that blows up? It's I'm mad. My most retweeted and liked post is about a CVS receipt. That's And I'm like, really? This is it? This is where my 15 minutes went? Is to because um I was at the CVS and I actually pinned this tweet because I I'm like I'm so proud of it look at that look at all these likes this is over a thousand likes bitch yeah <laughs> so it's like this literally was my 15 minutes but no I was in CVS and I bought one drink just one and so of course they 
print out the like miles long receipt <laughs> and they say would you like a bag for your drink and i looked at the receipt and i looked at the at the at my drink and i said no but can i have one for the receipt <laughs> that cvs person did not think it was <laughs> and i told it to i told ryan what happened when i got back in the car and he's like that's not funny so i almost didn't post it and then i was like you know what no it was funny and i'm gonna post it and i'm glad i did fuck you ryan that shit was hilarious <laughs> I think that's funny. I'm so mad because everything that I'm just like, okay, I don't need re- I don't need retweets and likes about it, who I am as a person, but they're nice. And then everything that I'm just like, ooh, what if this is it? What if this is it? And just like two likes. And then I'll just post some stupid shit. And a lot of people like it. And I was like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> I don't it's, understand these analytics because what the fuck is your problem? It really is analytics though. Like for real. Um, because it depends on the time of day that you post. Absolutely. And all this other stuff. Like, I did something the other day, and I'm looking it up right now because I thought that it was damn funny, and I didn't get a single like or anything, and I was really mad at it. I was like, you people have zero taste. Screw you. Um. What, can one of our episodes just be going through each other's Twitter feeds and saying what we think is funny and what isn't funny? Yes. Perfect. Oh, yeah. This one only got two likes, um, and no retweets. Because I tweeted, guy behind me complaining about the line, like, he literally has anywhere else to be. You're retired, Carl. (laughs) This guy kept saying, it's the same people up there checking people out. I think they're just taking too long. He's, like, complaining to his wife and complaining to his wife and complaining to his wife. And I'm just like, it's a Saturday afternoon. You have nowhere to be. None of us have anywhere to be. That's why we're here together. Like, we're here at Cost Plus in line. What the fuck is Cost Plus? Cost Plus World Market. I'm not familiar. It's great. They have all sorts of uh, fun, interesting foods oh. and um, furniture. This oh. coffee table is from. You buy your World furniture at the same place you buy your food? Yes. That's wild. I know. White people are wild. <laughs> Y'all wild. <laughs> you know what's weird? You don't pop up on my timeline or my feed, whatever it is. It's because you don't follow me. I do follow you. <laughs> No, I know that for a fact because I check every often and I'm like, you're, I'm following you. But for some reason, your shit just doesn't po- or it doesn't, doesn't come up. I actually follow the people, like I set up alerts for people that I care about mm-hmm. so that when they post it actually pops up for me. So yours pops up, Brian's pops up, um, Wendy's pops up, a couple other people. Wendy was um, on our Bad Dates episode for Untamed. I thought you meant Wendy's like the restaurant oh no and i was like listen honestly you do whatever you want that's your you're entitled to that but But wendy no did you hear their album that they dropped they dropped an album wendy's the restaurant wendy's the restaurant dropped a fucking sick ass rap album are you kidding no i'm confident it was wendy's is it are you sure it wasn't nihilist arby's (laughs) first of all i would never follow anything with arby's regardless of its inclination even if it's nihilism yes okay but I, i'm positive it was wendy's but it was when everybody when all the fast 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 food restaurants were like uh having a battle with each other feuding mm-hmm. as some would say and they released like a six track album and it was so fucking good and i have it saved and i listened to it unironically oh my god it's called we beefin yes oh uh, read this read the tracks out loud please no no okay so we so track number one twitter fingers Number two, holding it down. Number three, rest in Greece. Number four, <laughs> clowning. And number five, four for four dollars. Shut the fuck up. It's an incredible album and I highly recommend it to anybody. I it shows up on YouTube's YouTube's shows oh God, up you on, fucking old. It shows up on YouTube um under a YouTube channel called Trap Bangers with a Z. Yeah. What? What? Uh, fuck it, it's sick. Hold on. Just enough to, like, not get us sued. You can only do, like, what, 20 seconds? 30 seconds? Sure. Is Wendy's really gonna sue this us? Is, they have nothing better to do. This is Wee Finn. Okay, so that's You sounds... didn't even make it to the vocals! No, I didn't. I'm not gonna go all the Okay, well, when you have free time, I highly recommend it to somebody. I will check out all six tracks later. <laughs> Was it six or five? I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter, it honestly. Doesn't matter. We read them out loud. You got them. Yeah, you got it. 
Um, you got to tracks. be kidding me. <laughs> I'll listen to all five tracks and then the bonus track for six. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but no. until then... We should probably get to why we're here. Why are we here? I yeah, absolutely forgotten. Are absolutely here uh, to recap season four, episode nine, "Sex and the Country." What? I wonder what that's about. I can't imagine. I like how you read that from that notebook, but then I'm pulling the other, and then I'm pulling <laughs> the other notebook for the synopsis because I like how I write it better because on the. Um, the big book uh-huh. it just has the episode numbers and not the season oh. and i always forget what season we're on oh <laughs> i always forget what episode we're on that's fair i don't know who i am <laughs> i don't know who any of us are so sex in the country synopsis is steve's handling of some bad news draws samantha's wrath that's wrong they got this wrong that's fantastic miranda's wrath not samantha's that's fantastic. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I mean it is wrong. Well, she wasn't mad. No, she was She was wrathful. I'll agree with them on that, but, but not it was Samantha. Miranda. Miranda. That's really funny. I'm going to correct them, and we're going to start over. Steve's handling of some bad news draws Miranda's wrath. Carrie has reservations about her trip to Aiden's country cabin. Charlotte and Trey get to work in Bunny's prized orchid greenhouse. I mean, that just gave away the ending of the fucking, their arc. Yep, that was everything. That was the whole thing. Can we take a picture and send it to Jenny Beck's and be like, haha, bitch? No, because it wasn't written by Jenny Beck's. It was written by Alan Heinberg and directed by Michael Spiller. Who was in charge of this booklet? Not anybody smart. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That's I'm also sure correct because some of the fucking. The synopses are great. <laughs> <laughs> page almost just threw up. I really did. It's so rough. This is why I read them, though, because they're hilariously bad. But I didn't know that there were some that were hilariously incorrect. Like, completely false. I read that. Using the wrong name. I read that one before we watched the episode. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. Samantha's Wrath. Like, Steve and Samantha. That's going to be an interesting fucking dynamic. And then I never thought about it ever again. And literally right now when you read it aloud, I didn't even recognize that that was an issue. And now I'm upset. I would have loved to see what Samantha's Wrath could have been like towards steve what are you gonna be mad at him about yeah they don't they don't have beef they ain't beefing (laughs) (laughs) i'm full of disgusting sounds and i'm sorry to anybody who listens to this sorry neil (laughs) so um i mean we can really start with anybody let's pick no because samantha and carrier tied so let's go with charlotte okay um charlotte is uh spending the week in Connecticut Ugh. with Bunny and Trey. Um, she's ovulating that week, and so she knows that she has to have sex with Trey. She says to Trey that she doesn't want him to, to have sex with her or masturbate for five days prior to her ovulation to, what was it exactly? Conserve his juices. Conserve his juices. Yucky. I almost threw up. Paige almost just threw up. No, I just burped because Ryan made us some really good breakfast burritos. It was a breakfast chonga. A breakfast chonga, even though it's 4 p.m. <laughs> a breakfast chonga. <laughs> it was delightful. Anyways. Um, so Charlotte comes in. She was like, oh my gosh, my alarm just went off. I'm ovulating. Let's do this thing. Takes her shirt off. Is in like a bra and her tennis skirt. Walks <sighs> into the bathroom and Bunny is sitting on a chair with a cigarette by the tub where Trey is naked, taking a bath, and they're just chatting it up. And it is so uncomfortable. I was okay with that. White people don't do that. I don't think anybody does that, but Nobody I think I'd be okay with that. I don't, like, that, I'm... After the age of five, I would be devastated for my like if it was switched you know like my father to see me like that yeah that's creepy that's unsettling i've seen both of my parents naked and it's been fine would you just be chilling out with them as they took a bath though no because i would hope that they didn't take a bath because baths are pointless yes and nasty Mm. 
but I think I could do it. I don't think I. I don't think it would be like a tradition. Like, oh, every time you bathe, I'm just gonna sit here and talk to you. Right. That's that. That's the weird part. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't like it. Um, but of course, Charlotte forgives him right away when he tells this whole stupid long story about how they've been doing that as a tradition since he was a baby and she's like well that's gross it was because she didn't raise him their nanny raised him mm-hmm. so the only time he got to see her was when he was bathing and then bunny would get home and tell her tell him about her day yeah whatever i'm like okay well that was dumb it's still yucky and a waste of airtime i feel i mean yeah correct i think a lot of things <laughs> that have to do with charlotte are a waste of airtime yeah it was pointless it was a pointless storyline so that's fun and they fuck in the orchards. And they fuck in, yeah, in the greenhouse where Bunny raises orchids now instead of... Babies. Instead of babies. Even though she never raised them to begin with. Even though she never raised them to begin with. Oh, Bunny, what a terrible mom. That was another thing that Trey said. Is It's like, I know you won't be that kind of mom. And I'm like, well, that's sweet. But also, yeah, nobody's that kind of mom anymore. Nobody's ever been that kind of mom. Someone who just sits by your tub while you're fucking bathing to talk to you out of day with their fucking cigarette. Right. Yucky. Uh, Want to go to Miranda? Real quick. Did I ever tell you the joke that I heard from SNL with the blogger Angie Tempora? No. Um, it was one of the skits that they had on Weekend Update with Seth Meyers. And there was this actress. I forget her name, but I think she's in Casual now on Hulu. She's super cool. Um... No, difficult people? No, whatever. It doesn't matter. She's on no. one of those shows. Mm-hmm. She played a role and she was a film reviewer. And she's just talking shit about all these movies and making puns mm-hmm. off the things, like for Zach Efron 17 again. Mm-hmm. She's like, Zach Efron? More like Zach? What the F is wrong with you? <laughs> Stupid. And I died. And she reviewed Knowing. And she's like, the only thing this movie knows how to do is make me barf blood. <laughs> and she's just super weird and her character's out there. And then they talk about the haunting in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear Connecticut, that's all I think about. Because she's like, what's so scary about Connecticut? <laughs> Losing your pottery barn or tennis <laughs> racket? And I was like, oh my god, they mentioned both of those in this episode. This is funny. It's true. And I love it. Or- and every time I hear Connecticut, just, what's so scary about Connecticut? And like, <laughs> the, the, I think the actress breaks because she just, it's she can't ridiculous. can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this is great. It's in the Zac Efron episode with the yeah, yeah, yeahs, if you guys ever want to look it up. I watch it very often, and they don't have that clip mm-hmm. anywhere, so I have to go find the, the episode. Whole episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I got familiar with it. I love it. Yeah, right. let's go to Miranda. Miranda. Um, so Miranda finds out that Steve has testicular cancer, and she freaks out the way that you would if you love somebody. She still totally loves him. She immediately, like, loses it, meets up with him, says, okay, like, we need to get you into a specialist. Did you have an MRI? Did you have a CAT scan? What happened? And he's totally clueless. And so she just takes over and takes care of him, but also yells at him. And it's kind of what he needs to... Yeah, because men are fucking useless. Well, I don't think men like to go to the doctor because they feel like if they go and they get a diagnosis then that means something is definitely wrong yeah and that feels worse than just muscling through whatever bullshit it happens to be but that's dumb my question is how did they even find it in the first place because i can't imagine steve being the type of guy that would go and get a physical or just of his own accord. yeah so maybe the insurance required it maybe maybe the insurance was like hey just let because I, I know some insurances do that. Mm-hmm. There's like, you haven't had a checkup in a while. In order for us to keep covering you, we have to know what's going on. So right. you have to go get a checkup. That's fair. Um, I had someone close to me, their dad was very much that way. They're like, no, I'll just ignore it until it gets better, becomes a problem. And then it became a full-blown problem because they had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And they didn't recognize it. So they were in a coma for like three weeks while the doctor was trying to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, everything turned out all right. I'm just letting any person... Not specifically male, but also a fucking male. If you're feeling sick and it's not going away right away and you can't treat it, go get a checkup. Go get a fucking professional. If if you can. In a perfect world, anybody could just go at any given time. I understand that sometimes it's difficult for some people. Not everybody has insurance. Not everybody has a way there. Mm -hmm. If you have the opportunity to, don't shit on people who don't by not taking advantage of it. Yes. Yeah. If you have insurance, get all of the things that you could possibly get 
And if something isn't going away, or if you are going to a doctor and they're not advocating for you, go to a different doctor. Yes. Because that's the hardest part, is realizing that something is wrong with you and trying to convince a doctor that that's true. I'm so sorry for women when doctors don't believe them. It's hard. I gotta say, like, I'm very thankful that my OBGYN believes everything that I say. She's the only doctor that I have that does. Every other doctor that I've been to, like, with my hypothyroidism, I've been like, listen... Like, I have, you know, I have hypothyroidism, and I don't have enough energy to work out, and I would love to lose this weight, and I can't. And they're like, well, you know, just, like, exercise. Thanks. I'm like, really? So I should exercise with my chronic fatigue. Cool. And I was talking with somebody about it the other day, and it hit me, and I was like, you know what? I have now three possible conditions, two for sure. But possibly three conditions where the main symptom of them is fatigue and depression. And, like, the fact that I get up every morning and I'm not a piece of shit is fantastic. Like, when you think about that, like, how much I have to go against how I'm waking up every morning and doing the things that I need to do every day and how much harder it is doing that with fatigue and not having anybody believe you like i can't wait for the day where i meet a doctor and i definitely believe someday this will happen that will be like holy shit you've got so much going wrong for you let me help instead of you know maybe you should just like work out more and eat better um that's great but like i've gone through the whole thing like i've gone through working out even though i'm exhausted i've gone through only eating things that are good for you and doing a very strict diet and doing crash diets. It's not going to work unless... Unless you tackle the actual issue and right. not... Yeah, exactly. I can work out all I want to, but if my thyroid isn't working, that's like continuing to try and start your engine when you don't have gas or spark plugs. Yeah, like, no matter how fucking much you try, that car's not moving. Yeah, you can turn that key all you want. Nothing's going to happen. Thank you, fucking doctor. So, <laughs> but also, if you're a doctor, thank you for your work. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it could always do with some betterment. Yeah. And anything, anywhere. Yep. I've said it once, and I will say it again. I Shout feel it. like Grey's Anatomy has ruined us for doctors. We think <laughs> that they're going to care at that level, and they don't. <laughs> but they should. So Speaking of it. Sandra O, oh, do you watch Killing Eve? No, but I want to. It's on Hulu now. I am going to watch it. It's the saddest and funniest and most interesting show that I've seen in a long time. And that all those three things will happen in one scene. I love it. I'm going to watch it. There will be characters who are different planes of existence in the same scene. There is one scene where Sandra O oh is crying, screaming for her life, and someone else is making jokes. Mm. And you feel both of those emotions at once. Mm. It's like, this is funny. I'm scared. This is funny. I'm scared. Mm. Can someone figure it out? But it's good writing and it's good acting. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Sandra. Oh, and I'm glad. Sandra is fantastic. She's got the range. She's got the what? The range. The range. She does. Have you seen that short clip? Ugh, and now I can't remember any details. It's a British show. But someone's making, someone's parodying Tom. It's not unusual. Tom, Tom Jones? Tom Jones and the girl who sings Goldeneye. Nope. The world is never enough. Um, not Tina Turner, but the other one. Fuck, I'm so terrible at this. This is a dumb reference at one point. But they're making fun, and they're just like, oh, I love her, but she ain't got the range. Like, uh, what about this girl? I, not the range. She doesn't have the range. She doesn't have the range. What about you? Doesn't have the range. You don't think you have the range? No, I love me, and I know my talents, but I don't have the range. She doesn't have the range. <laughs> and it is so funny. So that clip's been circulating a lot recently as a, uh, one of the hip, new, trendy memes, and someone else was like, Sandra Oh, she's got the range. She's got the range. I love that. I'm going to show you that fucking video. That video is so fucking funny. I love it. Oh, I did want to mention this, too. Now that we're off on a tangent, um, the makeup artist that was on a few episodes back. Yes. Um, Kevin Aquan, I believe is how to pronounce the last name. Uh, there is a documentary on Hulu about him now that's kind of fascinating and he absolutely didn't die of AIDS he died of um overdosing on pain pills so I'm so sorry I'm a dick and I thought that's what he died of and I was wrong I was wrong I said it twice in a row (laughs) (laughs) I was absolutely wrong in how he died um he was gay did not have (laughs) I was I'm just I'm just covering what I had right what I had wrong he did not die of AIDS he um 
he was had an addiction to pain pills. But he, like it's actually a really interesting documentary. What's it called? Um, I think it is called Larger Than Life. Okay. I'm going to check on that. Perfect. Um, I'm going to be here talking out loud. You should absolutely do that. Uh, so that's Miranda, right? Yes. Who's next? Um, Samantha. Samantha. So we can just cover her smallly and quietly. Mm-hmm. So actually, we'll start with Carrie and then just bring Samantha in as necessary and then get rid of her as necessary. So Aiden is talking to Carrie about his cabin in the woods and Carrie's like, this is cool. This is neat. Not being interested at all. And he's like, well, I'm glad you think so, because we're going to go. And then Carrie's like, no. And he's like, no, we're going to go. And then she's like, I guess I'll have to suck it up and go. And when she goes, she's fucking miserable. Because she doesn't give it a chance. She doesn't give it a chance. And she keeps like, I'm a city girl. You can be a city girl and give shit a chance. Here's the thing. Tell us. I would call myself a city girl by definition mm-hmm. where I don't do camping. And again, this ties into health. Like I can't be too hot. I can't be too cold. Like it's stupid. The amount of stuff that my health limits me on doing. Um, so I'm just, I just can't like, I cannot camp in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would consider myself a city, a city girl, but he has a cabin. He has a cabin with running water and doors that close. You're not camping. You can be a city girl and just be sleeping in another bed in the country. Like, that's not... I hate that part of it. Because I'm like, listen, if you're going to ask me to freaking go and camp, that's one thing. That's gross. And I can't. Um, but if somebody's like, come out to my cabin and like spend the weekend. Fuck yeah, I'll be there. Hell yes, I What a will nice be little there. getaway. Yeah, you can walk around in nature and then go back into your nice house and your nice shower and your nice bed. And that's the thing. It, it has everything. Yeah, it has everything. It's just a momentary break from like regular life, which should have been cool. Yeah, and it's so funny because she has this whole like self-imposed ADD thing that I feel like we have now as a society where we have to have our phones in front of us or we have to have, you know, the TV on or both or whatever. Like I've found myself with my laptop in my lap watching a movie and uh, suddenly I'm on my phone on the same website that I am on my laptop. Like our ADD is at an all-time high (laughs) in this country where we just can't focus on anything and she doesn't have anything to not focus on. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... You just wanted to be... You want to hear the city being obnoxious? Mm-hmm. Do you want to watch TV? We never see you watching TV. So I think that's garbage. Like, She's I think you're sleeping, just... She's sleeping, drinking, or on her laptop. Right. And she has both of those... All three of those things. Yeah, like, why, why didn't you just bring a whole bunch of booze and just have a good time? And, and it's for the weekend. Like, yeah, like it's sh- not, you're not moving out there. There's so much complaining that, like, I literally, I wouldn't have complained that much. And I hate the outdoors. I will complain, but I'm also game. And then I'll fake complain and then I'll real complain so you don't know what I actually feel. <laughs> because I'm just like, okay, I'm, I am actually complaining, but I don't want this to be a negative for you. So I'm going to joke about it. Because then I get to express that I don't like this. And then also, it doesn't interfere with you having a good time. Yeah. So that's how I like to do it. I'm also not an outdoorsy person. Yeah. But I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I went camping once. And I was like, this is cool. And then I went camping at I stayed in some cabins. And then we had outdoor showers. And I was like, this is okay, cool. Mm-hmm. This was a nice break. I can't wait to go back home. Right. But this was a nice break. This was something different. Mm-hmm. And if someone had a fucking cabin that they built themselves and had all the amenities, yeah. except yeah. for fucking Wi-Fi, I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna be fine. You know what I can do? I can read. Mm-hmm. I can write. Mm-hmm. I can spend time with my partner. Mm-hmm. I can go meet these things. Yeah, like I would be, especially with somebody like Aiden, I would totally be like, yeah, I'm gonna spend the weekend at you, with you in your cabin. That sounds amazing. Like, away from all the bullshit of the city and our jobs and, like, that sounds like a really good time. But she doesn't function like that. She just wants to be whiny and be like, I'm a city girl. I need to be close to craft cocktails and murmur, murmur, murmur. Stop. Just stop it. Like, there's no need. There's there's no need for for it to be this heavy handed. Yep. 
And so she gets away because she has to go for a meeting with her editor. And who does she meet up with? Big. Big. Which is so weird. And then she she's blabbering on about Aiden and about how much she loves him and wants to be with him. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. Is that, like, is this too much? Like, we don't have to talk about this. Like, you can talk about somebody. If you, like, if you've met somebody, you can totally tell me. And he says, I met somebody. And apparently it's a movie star. And he can't believe that the movie star is crazy about him. And she can't handle it and tells him to stop talking about it. Which is so ridiculous. If you can't handle it, say you can't handle it. Don't encourage it and then be like, JK. JK, I'm taking it all back. To be fair, she's talking about having issues with her boyfriend and how she's trying to fix them. He goes into detail about their intimacy, about fucking, about what she was wearing the night that they first hooked up, Mm -hmm. what he's feeling after. And then he goes into, I think I love her. I think I'm in love. So I can imagine that's a little difficult to hear. I don't give a shit about either of them. They both create their own fucking problems and are the solutions to each other's problems, but also hate it. So that's annoying. And I think Big was doing it on purpose. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to you Yeah, know? I think he was being a dick. So I can understand why she was upset, but also I don't feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Part of me wonders if he just made it up just to get with her. That's what or I was thinking. Just to get her goat. I think I'm like, I don't even know if it's if he means it or not. And it's hard to tell with him. Yeah. And also, he was doing some things that I was like, is Chris Noth a bad actor? Because it feels like he's not doing a good job here. They were... It was a different um, writer and director Mm -hmm. for this one. And so maybe it was just the director. Mm -hmm. And I hate... That's what I really dislike about TV shows having multiple directors, is that sometimes there are some episodes where you're like, what the fuck is happening with this character? Because some director comes in that didn't do their homework and doesn't understand where that character is coming from and tells them to do something completely off-brand. That's where I think TV gets really, really weird. And it's it's exciting when you get directors like get their start on television who got a chance to like film an episode or something i think that's super cool but i never understood that about tv shows and that's why i think i don't like watching them because the energy is everywhere Mm -hmm. throughout a season and sometimes you'll have great episodes sometimes you have terrible episodes and it's always fluctuating and sometimes like why would characters do that and it's all different writers different directors asking these things and you have to have really good actors and strong actors who aren't afraid of getting in trouble to be like, I don't think my character would do that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense to my character. Mm-hmm. But then there are some actors who I feel like don't recognize what a director is asking from them. So they'll do it and then be like, well, I just don't know what that looks like. Cause I haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. So they'll just go with it. And then you get a weird fucking performance. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it in hindsight. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's weird. It is weird. I think some are really coming together because the, what they'll do is they'll have a really strong writing team mm-hmm. that knows exactly what that character would say and do. Um, and th- they have a writer's room and everything is concentrated. And then some of the writers will be directors. Like, again, not to le- beat a dead horse or anything, but The Good Place is a perfect example of that. Where they knew exactly where they were going. They knew exactly what they needed to do. And there were certain things that, like, they had to have the season one reveal had to be very, very secret. So there were people that directed on the show that had, like, co-directors that would have to kind of come in and be like, no, they actually can't do that. Why? I can't tell you, but they can't do that. (laughs) How frustrating would that be? Like, you won't tell me why, and I'm trying to make this super cool choice. Yeah, I guess I have to live here, but fuck, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. I just don't get TV. That's not my platform. That's fair. I completely understand As that. told by us how much I don't like this. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I appreciate the show. I don't know if I like this show. I, yeah. I mean, that's why I wanted to do this in the first place, is because I think the show is garbage. I think the characters are garbage. But I think the subject matters are important to be discussing in society and this was the first show to do that i can't wait until i'm directing this like super popular movie and they're like so we found your podcast about sex in the city and then they're going to think that i am going to gulp and be like oh my god let's not talk about that and they'll be like yeah and what about it mm-hmm. like you call jenny bix out often yeah yeah and i'll still call her out fuck the greatest showman <laughs> i went to i went to trivia with a couple of my friends and I mentioned a movie that I liked, and they were like, no, that was not the flavor. And I was like, well, 
you guys just have bad taste. Yeah. And then we talked about something and they brought up The Greatest Showman and I was like, oh man, another not good movie. And they're like, what? We loved it. And that's where I was like, because um, you like basic ass shit. I was like, you, I now know that I can't trust you guys mm-hmm. for anything. Mm-hmm. If you fucking loved that movie. They're like, but the music, I was like, the music was not good. It wasn't memorable. I can't tell you a single song except for the one that they played to death on the radio. I could not tell you what that is because I don't, listen to the radio not that i'm one of those people but i just i don't know but the one song that stuck out to me i was like oh this is cool and then rebecca ferguson it was her song but she didn't even sing it the hell and then uh, uh, i get it it's a little like it's a little bit tougher of a song and people do that often where they're just like have a vocalist and then an actor i think if you're gonna do a musical you should get people who can sing. Yeah. There's enough people there. There's so many people. And Rebecca Ferguson is cool, but she's not a name that people are like, I'm going to go see this movie because Rebecca Ferguson is in it. No. Even Michelle Williams did her own singing. And mm-hmm. she has the voice of a mouse. Like, she's... And she did it. So yeah. that does that. I did not like Yeah, that. step up. Yeah. And the most interesting characters were the people who were, quote, freaks. Mm-hmm. And, and then, even though weren't, like, well-developed. Yeah, they weren't because they were focusing all that fucking time on goddamn Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Who was... A shitty, shitty person, the character. Yeah, P.T. Barnum. Yeah, P.T. Well, I don't think it was based off P.T. Barnum, but I don't think it was supposed to be him or whatever, wasn't it? I thought, it, I thought like, specifically it was him. Was I don't it? know. I don't know, but either the way. It was, like, was... a year and a half ago. I don't remember. A year. I mean, it was exactly a year ago. Probably. It came out for Christmas, I think. Did it? Yeah, because before then it was La La. Oh, La yeah. La Land. And then, like, from the same musical writers who did the music in La La Land. I was like, another fucking musical that has shitty music. Yeah. Why yeah, would I like this one? You're right. It is actually P.T. Barnum. Um, yeah, but there's no... And I hated the... Because everybody's just like, oh, no, but the, like, Zendaya, Zach Efron, the, and I'm like, they had zero chemistry. Zero chemistry. It was very forced. It and it didn't forced. go anywhere. No, it didn't go anywhere at all. And then it was, like, just turned it into a whole, like, race thing. But they didn't address it. They were just like, hey, look, here's a race thing. And they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Like, they didn't say, this is really shitty. And, you know, he said, fuck everybody. I'm going to be together. And they get married or what. It just, like, is. And that's annoying. And it wasn't well written. Mm -hmm. I don't like people's passion projects. I like people's passion projects if their passion is something that is doable in a story form and can have can be constructed in a way that makes sense i don't like people's passion projects in the sense that you know oh yeah i want to tell the story of pt barnum who's a complete piece of shit and his every and every person in that story is a piece of shit like there's a couple of people that are like oh my gosh they're pure they're amazing that's so great but for the most part all of them sucked yeah the bearded woman was the one who got something, but that's just because I think the actress is really good, and she was like, "I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sing my song now by being strong and powerful." Oh, my arc is over. Yep. And then Michelle Williams was just there to make Hugh Jackman feel loved and inspire his story. Yeah. Well, and even she, even her character, I had a problem with, and it made me really angry. What was your problem with her? Because she didn't accept him for who he was. She knew exactly who he was. When she married him, when she met him, she knew that this was the kind of stuff that he wanted to go after. This is what he wanted to do with his life, and she didn't support it. If you don't support it, then why are you getting into a relationship in the first place? I thought she did support it. Because wasn't no, her she, whole she, arc... She eventually left him because she was mad that he was going after fame and fortune. Okay. Then that's fair. I interpreted it as she was like, no, you're a dreamer. Follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. But then he started doing it for the wrong reasons. And that's why she left him. He was, but that's, see, and that's my problem is that he was always doing it for the wrong reasons and she knew it. Okay. Then that's fair. I also just think that's really shitty writing if we can't figure out what the motivations yes, were. Yes. Yeah. So that's For fair. sure. But I didn't like that one. And that was Hugh Jackman's passion project. I fucking didn't like A Star is Born. And that was Bradley Cooper's passion project. I, did I fucking didn't like First that. Man. And that was fucking, uh, oh God. Gosling's. Ryan Gosling? No, it was the oh. director. He also oh. did Whiplash and La La Land. Why can't I think of his name? I have it here. Oh. I have it here. I can I see it. I feel like it starts with a D, but I'm not sure. David, no. David, no. Dave, Hold on. Daniel. Dan. He did La La Land? Yeah. Da- Daniel Chazelle. No. Dave Chazelle? No. Hold Nathan? On. Damien? Damien Chazelle. <laughs> Damien Chazelle. Man, that was... Damien Chazelle, yeah. I can hear everybody who listens to this, listen to the movies, who are just like, you're, you're there. You're, you're, come there. On. you're, 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 you're there. You're there. Damien Chazelle. That was his passion project, and that was not good. Hmm. 
I didn't see it, so I will defer to your judgment on yeah, that. Yeah, passion projects are very difficult because they think you're blinded by your passion. Yeah. Look at Guadagnino, Suspiria, his remake, passion project, not good. Mm. I don't like people's passion projects. Because yeah, you blinded it and it doesn't allow you to do a good job. I think that people have the ability to do a passion project and to do it well, mm-hmm. but not everyone. That's fair. I think recently my problem has That's been fair. passion projects. Yeah. I don't want to shit on all project projects. Passion I don't want project. to shit on all passion <laughs> projects. Yeah. But recently, people's passion projects have not left a good taste in my mouth. That's fair. I, I I mean, everything that you've listed, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even want to see A Star is Born because I'm like, really? Why do we have to do this for the fifth time? Why do we have to remake this movie it's again? It's not even a good story. It's not a good story because it just shows that women are weak and need a man to support them so that they can make it work. And then for them to not even focus on that, but then to be like, how can I help the man who helped me get here? Right. So it's not even a star is born. It's a star is dying and I need someone else to help me. Exactly. I hate it. I've always hated the story. Uh, Yeah. The Judy Garland is still the best version. And that's me loving Barbara Streisand, but that story did not work out either. And it has its problems. And Mm -hmm. then I watched the new and I was like, man, this is not good. No. The story sucks. The music was fine. The music was dope. Some of it. (laughs) There was Lady Gaga did Coachella last year. Uh Uh-huh. And she released a song called The Cure or something. Yes. And it was about, my love can heal you, just let me in. Oh, yeah, we, oh, talked, we talked about, about this, that. yeah. And it was a super shitty song, and I yes. hated it. And then we were, wa- we, were, we were watching the movie, and then she started singing, and I was like, is this The Cure? Is this The Cure? And it wasn't, but it was like called Heal Me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Challen later was telling me, he was like, so when they were writing the music, they had both of these songs, and they got to pick one, and Lady Gaga was like, well, I love both of them, so I'm going to take The Cure for my own single, and then my character gets to sing Heal Me. But it's the same fucking ah. song. And then I think Sean was annoyed that I couldn't even pretend that I didn't like something, that I actively didn't like it enough, mm. that it stood out, that it was the same thing. And I'm like, this is funny. <laughs> and also the Lady Gaga character has like a pop break because that's where she's like giving herself over. She's not being a true artist. Mm-hmm. But the song she releases as a pop artist is fucking great. And it's the best song of the entire movie. Which one? Is it Shallow or is it something else? No, it's called, that was the one that they released. So that's the only one I know. It's called Why Did You Do That? Okay. And it's just like, why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? If you get a chance, please listen to it. It's okay. my favorite song of all of them. <laughs> my second favorite song was from a deleted scene. So I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then the final song, which gays have been saying, it's the I will always love you this generation. Ugh. And then I heard it and I was like, this is incorrect. And also, I think you missed the point of I will always love you. Because mm. so w- without spoiling anything. I Will Always Love You is I Have to Let You Go Because I Care About You and I Will Always Care About You and I Wish You All the Best. Mm-hmm. And then this song is called I Will Never Ever Love Again. And I was like, mm, that doesn't... That's not the same... That's, yeah. That's the complete opposite point. Mm-hmm. Not uplifting. But right. if you guys are thirsty for something, I guess it's, you can have it. It's like Whitney Houston versus Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, this isn't about you. But you just made it about you again. <laughs> cool. And then Bradley Cooper's character. I'm not the biggest Bradley Cooper fan. Nothing against him as a person. Just mm-hmm. the roles has he taken has never invigorated me. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to do a fucking Sam Elliott impression this entire movie. Yeah. But then Sam Elliott shows up in the movie. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, I was willing to buy it. But then Sam Elliott showed up. And now I can just see how completely terrible out, of, out of it you are. Oh, I'm so sorry. Painful. And he also directed it. And he was the first time director doing this big project. And I'm like, oh, I can tell this was your first Ooh, time. I hate that. Because there were several scenes that I'm like, weren't bad, but they could have done with one more take mm-hmm. for safety. Right. And it The safety take. The safety take oh, is when you could have benefited I just, from it. Oh, that makes me go back to no more so bad. I love it. And then, we, one more for safety. Like, no, God, I love it. Let's move on. We were like, no more. No more for safety. <laughs> Hashtag no more. Hashtag no more. And then first man, Ryan Gosling, is also one of those people that I have a problem with. Nothing against him personally. He has never invigorated me as a performer. Hmm. I feel like there's certain actors like Michael Fassbender, like Ryan Gosling, like Tom Hiddleston, who would do excellent Shakespeare. Yes. Because it's soliloquies, it's standing in the moment, it's being stoic and powerful. Mm-hmm. Killed it. On film, they don't take me there. That's- and the first man was just all of that, and it was supposed to be very subtle. And I was like, I don't, I don't, there's, they're subtle, and then there's just you not giving me a good performance. Yeah. And this was not a good performance. Cool. And then you have Claire Foy, who deserves a fucking movie. 
<laughs> that uses her well because she kills it in the crown but every single movie she's been in has not been good and I'm mad because she deserves it and she had to act the fuck out of that movie and she carried it by herself because mm. nobody else was there for her and then they had the audacity to make it all fucking shaky cam and I was like you couldn't have put your goddamn camera on a goddamn tripod for Claire Foy who is single-handedly saving your goddamn movie Ugh. fuck you guys I hate that. I hate that it's now an affectation to have a shaky cam instead of just bad storytelling. There are moments in the movie where it's it's used well, but then they just keep it going. And I'm like, you have to know when and where to use your tools and resources. Mm-hmm. And this just kept it on the entire time. So then in yeah. the parts where it was super cool, there were lessened because I'm like, but we've been seeing this entire movie, so this doesn't feel like a choice. Mm-hmm. And then the other parts, I'm like, oh, but that was super cool when it was used over there, but this this doesn't fit. Ugh, yeah, shitty's not an aesthetic. <laughs> All I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> Back to IMDb, the musical. <laughs> the podcast. The podcast, that's totally yes. Shitty um, isn't an aesthetic, is that what you said? Um, Shitty isn't an aesthetic, yeah. Oh god, gorgeous. It's just not... Um, but you know what is an aesthetic? Our Instagram. Are we done? We're done. We've finished. (laughs) That's how little this episode. That's how little this episode uh, brought brought to light is that we're coming in an hour under what we usually come. So hey, hit it. Um, but yeah, they. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Swear on Chanel. You can email us your bad date stories or any story really that has to do with a relationship or you know just you by yourself in a room. Just entertain us um, at I couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com. My favorite murder. They started out with like tell us your hometown murder stories, mm-hmm. and then they opened it up to your ghost stories and then kidnapping stories. And then things you find in wall stories. <laughs> and then just weird shit stories. And there's like, listen, just send us a fucking story and we might read it on, uh, out loud if it's super cool. I love it. I don't know that we have a murder story in Reno except for maybe like way back in the day when that lady went super crazy on Thanksgiving and started driving up all of the uh, oh. sidewalks downtown and killing people. We, uh, and I'm so sorry that I'm forgetting your name. We also had the murder on the college, on college campus. Oh, Brianna Dennison. Yeah, Brianna Dennison. Yeah. We, we have a couple more that have happened that are sad, tragic, but interesting Mm -hmm. enough to communicate, but it's, I don't think this is a place that focuses on its, on its sins, because there have been so many. Yeah. There's also that gal that got kidnapped up at Tahoe who had to live with her abuser for years. Oh my gosh, that she like came, yeah, it was a couple of years ago that she, um, that she resurfaced. Yeah. Um, and that was actually really crazy because that was what caused my mom to stop letting me go places alone. (gasps) Because it happened when I was five. Mm -hmm. And that, I forget her name, so I'm so sorry, but she was the same age as I was, I think, or like a couple years older or a couple years younger. And I remember, like, there was just one day where I was walking home from school because my school was down the street, so it was no big deal. And then my mom would, like... There was one day where I just lost it. And I was like, Mom, you can't pick me up from school. Like, that's so fucking lazy. We live up the street. Like, I can walk up the street. So she would just follow me with the car as I walked home to make sure that I was safe. Because that that shook everybody. Yeah, as it should have. Because that... And it was in an affluent neighborhood. Yep. It was people who had money. It was in a trusted neighborhood. So people were like, nobody's safe. Yep. Nobody's yeah. safe if they did this here. Mm-hmm. There was also that gal that was killed, and now she has part of the Marina Park dedicated to her. I think her last name was Hope or Butterfly. No. I don't know. It's a butterfly, the memorial they have for her. Mm. She was at, uh, she was, actually went to high school with my sister. Aww. Why did we go we're, here? We're, we're this is so here. sad. This is, we just. I'm so sorry, everybody that we went there, but this is where I normally note. go. Uh, yeah, we just. We were talking like, hey, you know what's really fun? You know it's really fun? Murder. And I'm just like, you know that someone got murdered there? Every. There's also that family that owned the pho restaurant downtown next to the Harrah's. They kidnapped their children and their no. children were never found. And they had really? They business. Yeah. I had no idea. Wait, I'll send you wait, the wait. Link. wait for China happened? Diner? What? Is that why China Diner closed down? Which, was it which? China Diner? No, I think it was. Fuck, why can't I never remember details when they matter the most? I know, I know all these details. I know everybody's names. I know the years, <laughs> topics. But early 2000s, some, I think it was a Korean restaurant. 
Asian restaurant. I'm so sorry. No disrespect. <laughs> um, and then they had to shut it down because then the parents like slid up. They oh were not doing anything. The children Jesus. never appeared. There was two skulls that were found like off the highway oh, a bit away, out of town. Right. And people assumed that that was them, but there's been no... There's been no like DNA evidence yeah. to... My God, that's nuts. So I'm like, I know we have, I know we have tails. Yeah, I, we got them. <laughs> yeah, we. I, fair enough. I was just like, there's that one lady, and then we just spewed into like 50 more I'm stories. I'm so sorry. <gasps> Tell us your favorite murder from Reno. Yeah, or from wherever you are. Wherever you are, just come on. <laughs> and if you are listening, please let us know. Please tweet at us either individually or send us messages. Like. We really do feel like we're sending this out into the void sometimes, but every once in a while, like, somebody will bring it up. They're like, you know, it's like what you and Joe were talking about the other day. And I was like, why are you listening to what Joe and I are talking <laughs> Oh, right, we have a podcast. I forget that. And people be like, yeah, like, when you talked about this, I was like, how do you know that that's very private? Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you talked about it in your podcast. And then me being like, oh, you listen to my podcast? I know. And then two being like... Oh shit! I talked about that on my podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, may yeah, let us know that you're that you're listening because we totally like we joked about it a couple episodes ago about how nobody listens. But honestly, if you don't, if you are listening, let us know because otherwise, we have no idea. Like we get stats, but it's not like it's like, hey, you know, guess who's listening to your podcast? It's your good friend Mike. Like they they don't do that. That's not I don't how. Believe it. I don't believe Mike listens to this podcast. Mike does not listen to this podcast, mostly because I don't know anyone named Mike, I don't think. I know two Mikes, and one of them took a shit in the marina. (gasps) How dare he? It was when you could still swim in the marina, and we were (gasps) swimming around having a good time, because he lives nearby. He he lived in those houses behind the marina, Mm -hmm. and then we were just swimming, and then he was like, I have to go to the bathroom, and I was like, okay, cool, the bathroom's up there. He was like, no, it's okay. And I was like, oh, you, like, he peed. Disgusting, (sighs) but okay. He's like, I just took a shit. I thought it'd be super cool to take a shit. And I was like, this is disgusting. And I have not gone into the marina since then. And I never will. Now. Yeah. Don't go into the marina, guys. There's not just duck poop, but there's human little, poop. And it, like, started floating. And I was like, this is disgusting. Oh, my God. That's so gross. Straight white males are disgusting. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> perfect oh so now gosh. that we're going on so, that yeah. fucking tirade now that we've got up on that um thank you guys so much for listening have a good rest of your holiday season um so until next year remember always wear a condom bye bye it's not stopping it's not, not stopping, stopping.